is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit, but first, we got to talk about the NFL Comeback Player of the Year market. And of course, Damar Hamlin is always going to be the headline, right? He's currently at minus 200 at BetMGM. He was active on Monday Night Football, uh, played on special teams, uh, a little bit of defense at the end, got a tackle and a quarterback pressure. Is that going to be enough, Joe, or are you looking elsewhere? Uh, Not saying that it's over, but um, that certainly helped his case. And this morning, I'm seeing some spots move Hamlin to a minus 200 favorite. It was a high-profile island game, big part of the game, and he was forced into action. And it was noted on the broadcast. Like, everybody everybody noticed that. And it was the first non-special team snap of the year. So, just the second game overall, right? And first time, Mm -hmm. it wasn't just special teams. So now that he played, is he going to play again? There's a lot going on with Buffalo. And I think, you know, them missing the playoffs is is not going to have anything to do with this award. Uh, yesterday, we brought up Dobbs and he's a big story. And if you're a regular listener to this show, you understand that a quarterback typically wins this award. It's probably an outlier situation, though, with Hamlin. Uh, the Dobbs number is plus 650. But I have a question for the class on another super long shot. Someone that just played their first game of the year. Does Kyler Murray have a chance at 100 to 1? I mean, I'm still on the DeMar Hamlin train. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is I think this is a runaway for him. So because of that, I'm really not taking anyone else seriously. Like, if Hamlin weren't a part of this then I'd want to do a little bit of uh, excavation there, and I would be curious. But what I'm finding in this market is, and that's my word, curious. I don't seem to be curious about anybody else in terms of parsing through what the possibilities might be, what the hashtag narrative would be in terms of making a compelling argument to voters. I'm just not there. Damar Hamlin, to Mm -hmm. me, has sort of met the minimum when it comes to playing time. So, yes. Paul, I'm I'm not buying anything else. It's it's Hamlin or nothing for me. I thought I would. So, again, place a pretty big bet on Hamlin at even money, and I feel like my handicap. I'm happy with my handicap, and I was stronger yeah. than you guys that he had to play defense, not just special teams. So as soon as Correct. he went in the game, like, and I always felt like at even money again that you had more than half the deck as outs. You had injuries. You had a meaningless week 18 game. Uh, you know, you had multiple ways. If he wasn't just active on his own, uh, on top of the fact that he could just win it because they, you know, it's an unprecedented situation and mm-hmm. they're going to give him the award. So look, minus 200 is telling me this is not over. Um, I, right. It's a great, like I was happy to see him come in the game. I was like, all right, that's what we needed. And he even made a tackle, which was not insignificant at the time. Um, it's definitely it goes not, on the highlight. I reel. want it to be, yeah, I want it to be over. I can't say like I'm at peace with the bet that I made. I got what I needed based off of my happy handicap. Do I want to win the bet? Of course, I want to win the bet. If I like, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. To be perfectly honest, I just oh my god, the lot. price of twenty five to one for Rodgers and Kyler a hundred to one. 
That's crazy. It's crazy town. Right. Crazy. Yeah. And like maybe if we get closer, momentum picks up on one of them or the other. Maybe I'll take out a little insurance on on Rogers. Like maybe I would do that. But I the Dobbs is interesting. They he has to win for the rest Vikings of the win the division. Vikings have to win the division for Dobbs, right? Yeah, mm. I mean playoff is in the conversation, isn't he? It makes it makes you sweat. They get to the playoffs and as someone holding a Hamlin okay. ticket, a significant Hamlin ticket, it makes me sweat. Um, mm-hmm. Rogers coming back, although that team's probably going to be out of it. So like, what? Almost, it's like okay, maybe come back anyway. But kind of Rogers isn't point? coming back. He's not. It's stupid. <laughs> so I'm saying like things that would yeah. make me sweat. Rogers coming the- back. Dobbs gets them to the playoffs. Kyler, what? I don't know. Like, what's their ceiling? What if he, like, okay, he plays half the year, they win four games with him. They're a 500 team with Kyler. Coming from the worst team in the league, brutal injury, he's quarterback, and he's leading the charge. Uh, th- this is a team that was supposed to be left for dead, and then, you know, they're winning a handful of games. Isn't there a likability factor as well here? Like, does yes. the league, do voters like Kyler? I mean, I, it's a really generic question, I know, but... Do they like Kyler Murray? I'm not sure about that. I don't know if his reputation is that sterling compared with, say, I mean, heck, even Dobbs, I I feel like, is more beloved than Kyler Murray is just on a a person-to-person kind of interaction. Yeah, absolutely. that matters in a market like this. Yes. And And I think that's why Paul's a little concerned because Dobbs is so likable. Right. Right. Rodgers, I think, like... There's certain segments like, okay, one of the greatest that's ever played the position. I don't know that he's that likable to, like, and it depends on which voter sect you kind of probably ask, but I feel like that's a 50-50 at best. Nope. Yeah. And now he's McAfee show, and, yeah, people roll their eyes at that thing. Right, like, he's literally hurting his case. Like, Mm -hmm. so. And I I would argue with Rodgers, there is a threshold where even if he does come back, he can't just come back for week 18 and maybe that's the game that gets the Jets to the playoffs. I think it needs to be more than that. Probably a, a few games to where the sample size is large enough to where he's back. If that doesn't happen, I think that's going to be uh, putting him in deep trouble as well. How, ma- how many wins does it take to make the AFC playoffs? I just assume Five, 10. Get in it. I think that's a fair assumption right now. Arizona, Arizona, Houston is barely in it with via a tiebreaker over Cincinnati Mm -hmm. at five and four. 10 sounds right. Yeah. Nine and eight ain't making it. Usually it's about 10. There are very few examples of 10 win teams when it was a 16 game season. Very few wins of 10 win teams examples. That is uh, 10 win teams, not making the playoffs. So in that respect, I go, AFC is crowded enough. We don't have too many teams kind of running away with it. So 10 is probably your minimum. And you might need some tiebreakers as well. So definitely factor that in. So that means 6-2 and two the rest of the way for the Jets. That's what we're talking about. No. Mm-hmm. no. But honestly, the conversation is, are they in it? Like, forget about the 6-2. and two. Can they go 4 and one three and one over the next month can they get to the point where rogers comes in and tries to save the day right yes that's what you're asking right buffalo miami Which, the next two weeks atlanta houston yeah 
which if we're down on the Bills, they win. If they win this week, it becomes. I think. A real I think they. I think they can go go there and win. I think they can. Yep. It's possible. But that has to happen, and then other things happen. Like the Jets have lost to bad teams before, so right. even if they do beat the Bills, other things have to fall in line for them. That I would have questions about. So I, I'm also real the side quick. No, on all mm-hmm. the way back. Yeah. Back to the Hamlin point. What's to say Micah yeah. Hyde's up next week, or the backup safety he came in for is up next week? Maybe he's right. playing again. Right. Yeah. He might. He might. Yeah. And we're also not at the one-year anniversary of the incident. That's also a thing where we're right. going to be reminded of it one more time. Yeah. So I was surprised, honestly, how down. much it's his. How. Yeah, I was just surprised, honestly, by how it was a tame. It was like it wasn't. ESPN didn't like wasn't all over it. You know, it, like it wasn't even really mentioned till he came in. I was a little bit surprised by that, but hey. Oh, the, you mean throughout the, the game? On a, throughout the game, because those were the guys uh, that called that game. Yeah, so I was a little. Yeah, true. True. Good okay. All right, lightning bets time. I mentioned uh, the Pacers to win uh, their group at plus 250 for the in-season tournament. Looks good to me. Another one I like is the Warriors to win West Group C at plus 125. Certainly Draymond Green's health matters a great deal here. And I know the Dubs are on a bit of a losing streak, but they also seem like the kind of team that would take this seriously and sort of space out, rest, and those kinds of things. So I will take the Dubs to win their group. And then college basketball, Marquette, Illinois, over 147 and a half. This should be a mighty close, mighty exciting game. And we probably are going to see a a number of overs because of the whole uh, block charge thing. And close games can lead to more fouling, more free throws. So I expect additional points there. So give me Marquette, Illinois, over 147 and a half, Joe. Yeah, Mike Rutherford came on the show and he talked about his case for the overs. So I I would check out that pod, especially if you're into betting futures, some teams to look at for the rest of the college basketball season. All right, I'm going NBA a little agree, disagree with you, Ed. Um, Yeah, I might go Pacers, but as far as tonight, Pacers plus five and a half uh, against the Sixers. I think that's a strong look. Listen, we said, is Embiid going to go for it? Is he going to play tonight? He's questionable with the hip. Boston tomorrow for Philly they've got Boston tomorrow I think they're more concerned about that game against the Celtics than tonight against the Indiana Pacers they've won their eight in a row so maybe they sit Embiid and play play him tomorrow if they have to make that choice give me the Pacers plus the points and I'm also looking at the Golden State game nothing as far as in-season tournament but as far as tonight I'm going to the other side we're not sure that Mm. Steph's going to play with the knee and he's questionable and you want to talk about teams going for it? Minnesota. Minnesota getting two and a half, and they won their last six games. Uh, they check a lot of boxes for me as far as teams you might want to look at as far as go, going for it in the tournament. So plus two and a half, and it is the best number that we have seen in a long, long time for Coach of the Year. Mike McDaniel, plus 750. He's going to be in the mix. He's going to be in at least the top three the rest of the way. I see the Dolphins uh, going on a tear coming up with their upcoming schedule. And he's probably going to be back to one and two with Campbell. So like McDaniel for coach of the year. Uh, Just the one NBA bet I mentioned Pacers in season tournament. Uh, I guess there's a plus 3,800 out there plus 3,300 out there. So if you find the best number plus 3,800 to win the in season tournament, like them tonight. 
as well. Very good, very good. By the way, make sure to follow at BetQL Daily on X for all of our lightning bets. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.